You're listening to episode number 352 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. Oh, and by the way, uh, your your membership in Patreon is going to be uh, very worthwhile here as we discuss the rest of this podcast. So go over to patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now oh, or know now everything your future self will learn? Mm, I got it. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, Karen. Know now everything that my future self will learn. Yeah. Because I do not want to relive my teenage years, even if I know really how I'm going to come out the other end of it. No, I don't. Oh, you just, oh, damn. <laughs> okay. now, that, was, that was a twist that I didn't consider because I, initially I was going to say, no, hell no. I want to know everything I'm going to know eventually. I want to know it right now so I can work through it. Yeah. Five-year-old Tony... What, what the fuck's five-year-old Pony going to do with knowing maybe who won a Super Bowl or, I mean, sure, I can do a little bit have his bar license. He <laughs> passed the bar exam. <laughs> Karen, if I would have known as a teenager what uh, daddy complexes girls had in high school and college, <laughs> I would have gotten laid way more, <laughs> which would have been, you know, any. So... <laughs> Uh, so no, I I will stick with I will stick with uh, I would like to know what I'm going to know for the rest of my life right now. Yeah, and I I mean to be honest, I don't I don't know that I would want to go back and potentially change anything that I would have done. Well, no, this because, isn't going back in time. This is, I guess, you would be transferring your conscious body to everything you know at this moment. I know, but yeah. but does that mean that I would then make different choices throughout my life that would lead Hell me yeah, to a different would. place than where I am yeah. now? Yeah. So Absolutely. that's what I mean. I don't I don't know that I want to do that. My life hasn't been perfect, but I really can't complain about it and I would hate to miss out on some of the things and people that mean so much to me. See, I think of all the accidents and shit that I've had happen and I'm like, man, if I knew <laughs> what I know now, I could have right. avoided some of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I awesome. guess maybe I am trying to change my past. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are there are certainly things I would have uh, I would not have done uh, if if five year old Tony knew what forty oh, yeah. three year old Tony knows. Yeah. But 
but you know what? I it's, it's trite as it is to say, it, it is true. Everything that you go through in your life, you know, helps make you who you are. Right. Yeah. Right. And and frankly, I'm I'm in I'm in a place. One of these days, I should tell you this story. I don't want to tell it on the podcast, but I will in person. I would be more than happy to tell you. I had one of the most profound conversations with my father, who's still alive. Just to be clear, this isn't like daddy story, right? But uh, you know, I, I had the most profound uh, conversation with my father. Oh boy, uh, the the night I graduated from uh, from law school, and it was just it was it was one of those stories where. He let me in on something that my mother and father had talked about, about me that didn't necessarily live up to the facade of who they thought I was. Right. Hmm. Um, so, right. I'm pretty much spilling the whole beans, but you know, your parents <laughs> always say you can be whatever you want and you'll always be successful. We know, you know, we believe in you. Right. Yeah. That's not always true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. It was, like, it was a great thanks, conversation Dad. to have. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, uh, why don't we start the show then? <laughs> He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Dunes was located on an 85 acre site making up almost a quarter of a mile of real estate along Highway 91. Originally used for the property's golf course, today city center occupies the majority of the space not used to be built or to build Bellagio. That's a waste of space. Yeah, the office park on the strip. Right. That's yeah. what that's what I shall further henceforth refer to it as. <laughs> the office park on the strip. Yeah. Because that's, that's really what it is. They made a giant, like, look, it looks like like downtown metropolitan area. Of like going, Yeah, that's what I wanted next to, you know, Rome and uh, uh, this <laughs> volcano. It fits into the motif. Yeah, Bellagio, I, was, yeah. I was looking for that. <laughs> ben, tell me about the Twit Pick of the Week. Typically, Twit Pick of the Week is a picture that reminds me of Vegas and inspires a monologue. This week's winner gives a resident perspective of this amazing city. The Luxor, at the end of a residential street, shining as a beacon of awesome. This picture by at Las Vegas Locally single-handedly shows just how cool it is to live in this amazing city. Envy is the appropriate response. Uh, The minute I saw the picture, and this is what's super fun for the listeners at home, I find out relatively speaking, almost as early as most of the folks do. I mean, I would, I only know who the uh, actual winner is and, you know, like Friday afternoon when I get the, when I get the script and the minute I opened it up and saw it, I immediately went <gasps> like it literally made me <laughs> gasp at just how cool it is. And, yeah. and if you're driving, please don't look at it right now, but if you're listening to this, you know, at work or, or on the treadmill, also don't look at it then. <laughs> But if you're in a safe place where you can pull it up and look at it right now, it's from an entirely different angle, from an entirely different direction than you've ever seen Luxor before. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It, it It's could you, I mean, I mean, I know you guys to a certain extent can imagine what it would be like to walk outside your door, walk down from your uh, driveway to the to the to where your driveway meets your street and stare directly at a beautiful Vegas casino because you guys do. We, we can. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, just the thought of being able to walk out and there is the Flamingo. Uh, nope, that's not it. The Luxor uh, is just it, it's a it's a. It's beautiful. And again, it's from a site that is not what you see right. ever 
as a tourist in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the colors of it are really cool too. So. Okay, well, then I guess that's going to do it then for the Twit Pick of the Week. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, so this is exciting. I'm... I've, I've been looking forward all day to being able to, frankly, all week to be able to discuss this. Mark, tell us about the 360 Vegas Vacation 10 that we've got scheduled. Yes, here is what we have planned for you. We're excited to share that on Sunday, 5 o'clock, we're going to have the Patreon pregame. That's going to be at the Legacy Club at Circa. Uh, RSVP will be required. It is a, a, well, to explain what what the pregame is going to be, it's just basically an intimate meet and greet with the host of the show available to only Patreon subscribers, complete with a uh, commemorative bag. Uh, Then moving on to 6 o'clock, we have the official meet and greet at Vegas Vicky at Circa. Then 7 p.m., we've got group gaming at Circa and Golden Gate. And at 9, we've got karaoke at the Cat's Meow at Neonopolis. I don't know if it's the Cat's Meow, but it's Cat's Meow. (laughs) And that's Sunday. So is, is the the bus ride out in anticipation of you know but not knowing what the heck is going to ha- be happening with restrictions? No, it's just this is what doing something and, different. Yeah, cool. Inspired to try. Uh, listen, I'm really excited about. So one of the things here that I, I have down in my notes, because believe it or not, I'm going to make an argument that what happened at the Capitol building on Washington D.C. was not the biggest thing to happen on Twitter on Wednesday. <laughs> I posted a uh, comment on Twitter or a, or a pic- couple of pictures on Twitter from my drinks at both Vegas Vicky as well as at the Legacy Club right. saying that they're charging uh, service fees, service <laughs> charges on their drinks. Right. And appropriately so, Twitter went crazy. <laughs> now, thank God for a guy by the name of Logan. Now, see, Logan is what a lot of people know as Bogan, but apparently he had been called Logan an entire trip at the craps table down in uh, uh, Tunica. Oh, really? And, no, excuse me, maybe it was Biloxi. And and so that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. So I'm sorry, Bogan, forever and a day, you will f- now be referred to as Logan on this podcast. But Logan <laughs> takes a look at the at the receipts and goes, no, Tony, I think you may be wrong. I think they merely took what you gave as a tip and they log it on your hotel room receipt as a service charge. So I go back through, I look at my my receipt and sure, sure enough, they, they, although they, which is wonky, they list it twice. They list it once as a tip and they list it again as a service charge. But they only charged but, you once. But they only charged me once for it. Exactly Weird. right. Okay. And uh, sure as shit, the COO of Circa the D Golden Gate, who unbeknownst to me, I follow him and he follows me, said, no, no, <laughs> we, we do not charge service charges at our at our bars. That That was your tip. So I replied back to him and I said, thank you for sharing that. That's great information. If you're open to a suggestion, would you mind removing that term? At worst, it's just, it's, it's, it's incorrect. And it makes people think that they're being charged something that they're not. Right. Because at the end of the day, that wasn't a service charge. That was me voluntarily, right. willingly right. giving my money to the service for great service. Right. Um, I said, and at worst case scenario, you know, look at all the people that kind of lost their minds over this possibility of it being a service charge. And he tweeted right back. He said, already got our, 
I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but already got our IT guys working on it or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, that awesome. is awesome. That is awesome. But look at that, friends. 360 Vegas comes through for for the tourists of, of Vegas. No longer <laughs> will that be listed as a service charge. Nice. <laughs> that is a big deal because especially as more and more people are kind of on the lookout for it, yep. um, it, it could be a pretty bad PR move for Circa. So I'm... I concur. I so concur. glad so that I, he listened. I mean, he was paying attention, number one, and said, no, dude, you're wrong. And then number two, we're fixing it. Yeah. And I and let the record reflect, I did retweet Logan's tweet saying, I appear to be wrong, and I'm more than happy to be wrong on something like that. If that is right. straight up, you know, how it works, I will be more than happy to eat my hat. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Sunday looks like a lot of fun. I think, I think folks are going to have a really good time uh, at Legacy Club if they're a part of Patreon. Certainly Vegas Vicky is beautiful. My wife uh, was looking at one of her mugs, one of her souvenir mugs that she purchased a couple of years ago. Oh, I know what it was. It's a it's a Mob Museum mug that she's drinking out of. Mm. And sure as shit, uh, Vegas Vicky is on it. And she pointed, she goes, I've seen that in person. Like I could have almost <laughs> reached out and touched that. So that's I awesome. think you're gonna. I think you're gonna love it. And if you're if you're a a, a sports fan, uh, that's the place to get your your bets in because it's it, like I've said. And I don't mean this derogatorily. I mean this sincerely. Circa is a sports book that ha- happens to have a casino attached to it. And I don't mean that <laughs> derogatorily. All right. What about Monday? What's going on on Monday? All right. Monday we've got 12 p.m. drinks at Banger Brewing. Then 4 p.m. we're gonna have this year 360 Vegas cocktails. It's gonna be in the Luxor Penthouse. Now, space is limited on this one. It's going to require an RSVP that costs $65 per person. That includes that includes live presentation, multiple cocktails, and commemorative glassware. And then at 7 p.m., we've got the 360 Vegas family meet and greet at Central Bar at Luxor. This is your opportunity to meet people that generate Vegas content. That's going to be featuring at Las Vegas Gal, at Vital Vegas, and Tipping the Odds podcast. We expect to be able to announce more soon, but that's what we got confirmed currently. And then 7 p.m. we got group gaming at Luxor, and uh, that is our Monday. What are what are your thoughts on Monday? Uh, Karen, you know what I'm going to talk about, so why don't I give you first dibs here? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where we can squeeze in food between the cocktails at four and the <laughs> bar at six. <laughs> that's Smart. my that's my goal. <laughs> Luckily so for us, this, we can do room service if we have to. Oh, my God. Right. That's genius, right? <laughs> Holy cow. That's so cool. So can I, can I, can I talk about what you guys are doing for yeah. this uh, yeah. particular event? Yeah. Because I don't think that this should be glossed over. Uh, listen, we've had some very, very generous friends and supporters of, of our podcast offer opportunities for us to host the different um whiskey events in the past. I know Jason has done something. I know that um, uh, uh, Michael from Travels Work has done something. I know that Eric Rosenthal has done something. Like, like these are the people that just come to mind immediately. Right. Chris and, and so, Julie and I'm, we're missing okay. one. Mm. Who? I'm sorry. I think I stepped on your, who did you say? I said Chris and Julie. Um, oh, yes. Chris and Julie. And I think we're missing hosted. one, but I, I feel bad. I can't I, remember. I know. I, I, I apologize. Call me out on Twitter. I'll be more than happy to, to, to give you props on, on Twitter. Uh, Long story short, I said to Mark, listen, we don't yet have a place to host this. Would you be interested in, in, in finding something somewhere? And he goes, let me see what I can do. Clickety, clickety, click. So we're going to go ahead and get the penthouse at Luxor for this event. <laughs> well, it was one of those like, things when we were talking about it, too. I was like, you realize we haven't hosted. Like, this is kind of our event, and we haven't hosted anybody. And 
part of that, I'll be honest, was me being a little like weirded out about having all these people in my hotel room. I, I like my personal space. But then Mark pulls up the penthouse and, you know, you're going through the, the uh, video tour of it. And you're like, oh, this won't be a problem at all. There's plenty of space. They're never going to get we, uh, back to our rooms. We have a link rooms. to that video <laughs> tour on the, uh, on the blog. You should check it out. It's it's pretty disgusting. It's just bigger than our house. Palatial. Yeah. It, it, square footage is bigger than our house. <laughs> Which uh, is insane. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time. Um, you know, we're, we're trying something a little different this time. So one of the things that I shared with Mark and Karen was that, um, you know, everybody seems to enjoy the, the, the whiskey events, the whiskey lounges that we do. But by the time we get to say that fifth or sixth bottle of, of whiskey, traditionally bourbon, but bourbons and rice and things like that, we all happen to notice that they kind of start the, the flavors kind of start to meld together and you can't truly appreciate and pick up the different nuanced flavors from say bottle, uh, six, like you could from say bottle ones and twos. So we decided, well, let's go in a different direction. Let's just, let's just, Listen, you folks have been so incredibly kind to me. And, and by you folks, I mean our listeners, our Twitter friends, particularly our Patreon uh, supporters with these cocktails, these 360 Vegas cocktails that I've been doing that I thought, listen, what if we just try, let's go, let's kind of keep it the same, but let's somewhat do it a little spin. Let's do some of these cocktails that I've talked about. Now, I can tell you right now for a 100% fact, two of them are going to be drinks that I know you're going to know and you probably wouldn't, won't take much for you to, to probably figure out which those two are, <laughs> but the other two are 100% brand new. I will not, uh, review these drinks before Vegas vacation 10. Now, for those of you that can't make it, don't worry. We will, we do implant, we do intend on um, making videos of them. So you will get to see them eventually, uh, on Patreon, but two of them are going to be brand new. Uh, one is just outstanding. I've made it before and I, it takes a shit ton of work, but the, the effort that goes into it, the pre-planning that goes into it is well worth the outcome because of the flavor. Uh, the other one is something that you can get in Vegas. Probably, perhaps, maybe I've, I've tasked Mark and Karen with a very fun challenge, right? Who doesn't want that challenge? You got to go out and drink a particular cocktail. Don't find me a cocktail. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I, I, I belabor the point. Uh, Patreon folk, you get first dibs on it. So if you if you think this is something you're going to want to do, and I assure you it will be, uh, get in there. But we're going to have, uh, we, we think we're going to have a probably about 12 spots open, 12 spots uh, open for it. And I, I don't think you're going to think for one second that this is any less amazing than when we do the, uh, the bourbon drinks. So there you go. <laughs> As you can tell, Tony's excited about this new direction. Uh, guys, I'm so <laughs> excited about this. Because, uh, so if you, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to let it... Uh, reveal a little bit of man behind the curtain. I'd already told Mark that I did not want us to do any sort of, uh, 360 whiskey lounge event for this particular upcoming Vegas vacation 10 until we were sitting around together, the four of us. And Karen, I think it was actually you that said, well, what if we did cocktails since everybody seems to dig your videos? And that just took us completely down an oh, entirely did. different rabbit hole. I did say that, didn't I? Huh? Yeah, that was that was 100% you. And so because of your idea, this is why we've got something on the agenda. And it's I'm actually more excited about this than I have been for most of the whiskey lounges in, in the past few years. And we've done some kick-ass, expensive, over-the-top bourbons. Yeah, and we even have. I would much rather do what we're going to do than drink, you know, from a $200 bottle of bourbon. I'm that excited about it. Wow. 
That's oh. saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday. So Tuesday, we've got 8 a.m., the 360 exercise experience again with At Raising Las Vegas. This one's going to start at Container Park. RSVP is going to be required for that. She needs to have a head count. And then 10 a.m., 360 Vegas Indulgence will once again be at the Canyon Ranch spot in Venetian. you going to do that this time? I don't know. I haven't decided. We'll see. Yeah. 11 a.m., we have drinks and cigars at Whiskey Down at MGM Grand. <laughs> For the record, the reason I haven't decided is it usually depends on how hungover I am from the day before, whether or not I make it there if I sleep in. So let me just put that out there. <laughs> just to be honest, it's not like I'm, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to go to the spa. We've been there too many times. It's like, yeah, I, I, past past couple of years have been a little hit and miss on my attendance to that. And then uh, 2 p.m., we got Brooksy at New York, New York. And then four, we're going to go on to group gaming at Park MGM, New York, New York, and Excalibur. I'm not that we'll hit all of those, but you can expect to find us in those areas. See what we can find. Yeah. Times and events are confirmed. Venue subject to change. Patreon subscribers are going to get 30 days advance access to RSVP events with limited capacity. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas, or you can go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the Patreon banner. RSVP begins this Sunday, January 10th. General availability will then be February 10th. To be clear, most events don't require an RSVP. That said, we would still like you to RSVP if you just plan to (laughs) attend at all. Absolutely. Gives us an idea of of the crowd we're going to have to manage. Yeah. For sure. The only thing that I really had to, to, to comment on in this regard was simply to say that I have never been to Whiskey Down before at MGM Grand, so I'm counting on the listeners to tweet at me. I'm at 360VegasTony. Tweet at me what to expect at, at Whiskey Down. I've played around on their website, but I'm looking for boots-on-the-ground uh, feedback on, particularly as it relates to the cigars, what, what kind of, I mean, is it like four options and they're all dried out because they're not properly humidified? Because if that's <laughs> the case, you know, I definitely would want to know that. Bring your if, own. This seems like a place that folks are interested in. We usually do. And this like this is what I love most about 360 Vegas vacations. There's either the exercise route where you can go <laughs> off with at Raising Las Vegas and Karen and 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 Julie Moore and all the people who are just dedicated to their health and 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 they're the reasons why <laughs> they look like they sleep in in Tupperware containers because they might be 30, but they still look 20 right and then there's me ridiculous who can't wait to get to the cigar lounge so i can turn myself into leather (laughs) by smoking cigars and drinking alcohol so i need feedback mark and i were chatting about this we wanted to keep traditionally we would do this at um at the monte cristo bar at caesar's but since this is going to be a south strip focused uh vacation we were looking for places i found this one it got good reviews but again, I've never been there personally, so I would love to get some boots on the ground experience from folks. What do you think? What do you like? What don't you like? Good, bad, or otherwise? Just share it with me. I, please give me some feedback. Absolutely. Karen, do you have any thoughts? No. Um, you know, I, I, I like, and I sh- we should kind of say this is like Vegas Vacation 10.3, right? Because this will be the third time right. we've, yeah. we've tried to do it um, and completely blown up the agenda from what we originally had planned, which I think is fun. You know, I know some folks are going to say as they're looking to RSVP is like, 
well, is it really going to happen? What's the thing? Look, we're planning based on what we know right now. And I was going to say, if you want to come, don't wait until the last minute because there might not be any spots available. If something happens and it gets well, moved. Well, the refund policy is also pretty right. liberal on this thing. It is. So, you know, and really the only thing that they've got a RSVP for is the um, cocktails. Right, exactly. So nothing else costs money. Exactly. So just, you know, again, we appreciate the RSVPs. It gives us an idea of, you know, how many folks and who we can expect. Um, but I'm super excited about this. And we should say we are still respectful of you know, whatever the local requirements are for distancing, spacing, mask, whatever those are going to be, we're not going to be a rowdy group to to flaunt against those. But we're we're hopeful that things are going to look slightly different in six months. Right, well, Karen, Tony and I had a conversation on the side, and we were going to mount an insurrection if we needed to. Yeah, we just had <laughs> one of those a couple of days ago that didn't turn out so good. So maybe right. not. So we'll I show them how it's done. <laughs> right. So I've got five five months to convince you guys otherwise. <laughs> this is how you insurrect, right? Now, now, Mark, look, I'm okay. I'm used to you going to the hospital on your vacations. I don't want to have to bail you out of jail. Out of jail. All right, that's the line in the sand. <laughs> okay, thank Fair you. Enough. Fair enough. Well, particularly because I may not have a spouse uh, there to be able to bail me out. So. It'll be a real long time if if, uh, if we all get arrested. Oh yeah, because I got to babysit him. I'm not babysitting you too. Right. Except, okay. Fair enough. But you know what? Go ahead and bail him out. But when you don't bail out his attorney, good luck to him. <laughs> Who's not licensed in Vegas, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's true. Pro hoc vice woman. <laughs> okay, I'm done. All right. This is guys. I I couldn't be more excited for this trip. Uh, not just because of us doing something a little bit different. I mean, one of the things I shared with Mark is although we've got a general formula for what our Vegas vacations look like, they're still going to always be different. We're always looking to incorporate something else. Not that thing, you know, there've been a few things we've done that we're like, all right, that was good, but it wasn't a giant winner, but more so than anything, it's just, let's try something different every time. Let's just try something different. And we usually get, really positive feedback from anybody. I've never had anybody say no, although maybe the people that don't come back are the ones that <laughs> we've scared them off. But joking aside, this should be, this should be a great time. Uh, Mark, help me out. Jog my memory. Is Cat's Meow at Neonopolis, is that the place where we get our own private room? No, you're thinking of the Venetian. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well. No, this is, I've got this is out there. hanging out in, in the open, as a matter of fact, that Okay, so it's a lot like when we did karaoke at Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's which totally cool. Totally cool. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised at how well that went over. We had a lot of friends come out saying, "I listen, I may not necessarily karaoke, but I want to see drunk Tony karaoke or I want to or Karen when Karen she <laughs> brought down the house. <laughs> I still can't hear that song on the radio." without immediately being transported back to Vegas and you just rocking it. I mean, rocking it. And I hate karaoke. That's only the second time I've ever done it. That's, that it is was, it was such a magical right moment. There. She got swept yes. up in it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. I could talk about this for forever, guys. Let's let, let, let me help us move on. Uh, we next topic is coming soon in 2021. 
Multiple outlets have shared their list for things to look forward to in 2021. So I thought that we would join in the discussion and discuss a few of the highlights in my opinion and see how excited we are for each of them. So I figured we'd start off with the one that's probably going to happen first and that's Virgin Hotels Casino opening. Uh, that's still TBD, but probably going to happen in the spring sometime. That's what they're saying. Yeah. How, how excited are you for the hard rock? Or it's the not hard. even hard. Yeah. Oh, it's Virgin. Yeah. See, yeah. look at that. I still can't even adapt to it yet. <laughs> well, considering I think I'd only ever been in the hard rock once or twice. I, I mean, I, I can envision me going to check it out. I don't know that I envision spending a lot of time there. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's off. It's too far off strip for me. It doesn't really matter. Like at least Hard Rock had a theme, you know. That I yeah. was like, oh yeah, it's a Hard Rock. And but, I mean, I mean Virgin is known for their customer service, so it could be a very different experience. Yeah, it's so McDonald's. There, I, I don't. Not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of hit or miss. You either get a good one or you don't. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on who happens to own one of the franchises. Exactly. All right, all right. I didn't mean to get all. I know. <laughs> you started Bring it. it down to that. Don't let the legal dorks jump in here. On <laughs> <the> <laughs> law. Next up, we've got what's still a, another TBD, but uh, Resorts World. Most likely going to happen summer of 2021, if not uh, later. If not later. Because <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> more likely. not clear. Right. What are our thoughts on that, Tony? How excited are you for Resorts World? I'll be real honest with you. I'm actually more, and I don't I have literally no reason to base this on absolutely anything. So I don't know why I'm saying what I'm about to say, but I'm actually more excited for Virgin Hotel opening than Resorts World. Really? Yeah. I, and for, so a couple of observations. Number one, they must have taken serious the, uh, the trademark infringement concern that when hoisted upon them as it was being <laughs> built. I remember getting to hang out with you guys last year at Christmas and you driving me down the strip and saying, doesn't it look exactly like they're building another <laughs> yeah, right. wind complex? And I'm like, shit, absolutely. Having seen it this past, this past Christmas, one year later, looks entirely different. It really does look, it, it, it is not, and that's always what, you know, intellectual property law is about is, does it confuse the naive person like myself into who doesn't, who just doesn't know any better to think that this could be that. I no longer think that this resort world could be that win Las Vegas. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know, however, that I'm the target market as it relates to, at a minimum, uh, income level, but even maybe to a lesser mm. extent, perhaps uh, nationality origins, right? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I I don't think they're looking saying. for the, the American guy from Michigan coming to stay at Resorts World. I think they're looking for um, an, an Asian clientele base. And maybe I'm totally wrong. If so I'm wrong, so, I'll, I will, so Resorts I'll World, you're, you're saying, is still going to be a high-end resort like a Wynn or an Encore uh that's that's the market that they're still trying to go towards. So oh, yeah, having yeah. another I, one of those isn't any more appealing because you weren't hanging out at the at, at the first ones. Correct. All correct. Right, I got you. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That actually sways my opinion because <laughs> Resorts World was the one since it was brand new that I wanted to be able to see. But now, you know, it's just like wandering through the Bellagio. I'm not comfortable with it. So it's like, oh, well, it's, here's a place I'm not going to stay. I mean, I want to see what it looks like when it opens, but. Sure. Of course, but no. there are some places that that I've allowed us to not stay at, and you're. Well, I've allowed us to not y stay. Your at. opinion, well, your your opinion as to 
not wanting to stay at them may have strongly guided that, <laughs> that, that me allowing, but just so it's clear, it was me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one I've got is the Pinball Hall of Fame on the Strip. That's supposed to be late spring coming out. That I am super excited for. It's supposed to be three times larger than the one yeah. that it's currently at. I know. I'm super excited for them with this one. And I think the location's better just because it is still on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, um, yeah. It's down by versus, the sign. Yeah, yeah, versus the other one. Yeah, it is right there by the sign, which is convenient too, versus its current location was on a little ways down Flamingo. Um, so I just think it the location's going to be better for them. And anybody that hasn't been... It is. It's so much fun. It's yeah. literally just like your childhood and then some, you know, they've got new pinball machines, old ones. You can play them. I mean, it's it's just a lot of fun. So I've never been to the original, um, but I am looking forward to at least trying this place out in, in your right, Kieran. Its location is going to is going to play a major factor for someone like me, who is a tourist who either stays on the strip or stays on Fremont. Right. If I'm staying at Mandalay Bay or Luxor or, or Excalibur and and I can walk can I walk to it from from those places. Do you think from Mandalay Bay you could walk to it? You could, yeah. We we went. Um, so remember when we did the the five k that that you mm. ran into? So you know yes. we went down to the sign. Okay. So it's going to be right next to the sign. All right. So All yeah, right. it's That's... it's there. I I only vaguely remember running. <laughs> you did pretty good. I did do pretty good, but I think pretty good is a very generous term. <laughs> Hey, so you, thank you. you did better than I did. Let me put it that way. Yeah. That's true. You did bail, didn't you? I did. I, I stopped. I did. I stopped at uh, Tropicana and waited for everybody to come back. <laughs> That's right. You know why, though? Because by that time, it was so hot. Well, it's not just that. I'm just not a runner. I I have tried. I It's, it's just not my thing. So well, We've evolved past having to either run from something that's going to eat us or <laughs> running something off a cliff so we can eat it. All right. <laughs> right. Point, exactly. Go through a drive through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But no, regardless, I, I really, I really am snarky uh, sarcasm aside. I really am looking forward to this place. Yeah. Next up. Next up resident artists and live concerts. Currently we have sting set to perform May 7th. That's the earliest that we've got listed. Wow. That's and exciting. Do we know where? Uh, in that case, it would be at the Coliseum. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, cool. All right. Listen, at this point, even this guy who can count on one hand, well, do you know, do you know I can honestly say I've only ever been to three different artists concerts ever in my life i had really pl- i had plans to see more than that in this year i know oh yeah last year <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i i have to assume it's because i can't do it that makes me want to do it and frankly my biggest fear is in and we talked about this last podcast in 20 years or 30 years or 40 years from now right god willing my liver holds out that long <laughs> will i regret not having seen for example, fill in the blank sting when I had the opportunity to, he's got some really great music. If I don't go see him is in 30 years from now, am I going to regret? He, he's not one that I'll regret. Um, 
And I don't know why, because he does have some good songs. I don't know if he's got enough that I would enjoy a whole concert of them for me personally. Sure. So that might be part of the reason why I'm like, yeah. But I mean, the fact that there is live music coming, starting to come back or yeah, scheduled to come back. I'm the most excited for I yeah. live music. I can back. And there are a, a few residencies that are coming. I know, you know, Donnie Osmond is another one. He's going to do his own thing. Um, I just saw a whole list of them the other day and I can't think of any of them now. Isn't it terrible? But yeah, they're, they're starting to come. So just the fact that live music is, is potentially on its way back is right. huge. And that might be part and parcel to Karen why I'm looking forward to the possibility of going to see Sting in concert. It's not Sting per se <laughs> it's that just, I'm interested in going to see. Yeah. It's just that somebody's finally going to be back in concert. And that's just that that starts to say a little bit of normalcy is coming back. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then finally. And then finally, the opening of Allegiant Stadium to actual people that would happen in the fall. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, if it were to happen, it would happen in the fall. It would happen That's in the fall. Saying. Yeah. I mean, there are some NFL stadiums that are allowing fans in, but uh, the owner, Mark, Raiders owner Mark Davis, has said, if well, if all the fans can't be here, none of us will be here. And he hasn't even been to a live game um, yet. And he owns the damn team. So, right. yeah, it's kind of crazy. And again, I will reiterate: Who's supposed to open Allegiant <laughs> oh, Stadium? That's right, Garth Brooks. For when is that? Exactly right. <laughs> so, when old is that? T-Bone may be seeing more concerts in one year than he's seen <laughs> in Hand of God, uh, probably twenty years. When is so, that one supposed to be? I, oh, I don't know that he's. I don't know that there's been a date rescheduled. Oh, they haven't, for. they haven't put a date on it yet. My, I assume it's whenever Allegiant Stadium opens for him to do the concert so uh yeah sorry kids you you guys may get a ton of t-bone in 2021 oh darn (laughs) i know right he's kind of an okay fella (laughs) all right let's move into prop bets for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items first up x burlesque private edition has resumed production this week at Flamingo with shows Thursday through Saturday. There will be two shows each night, Thursday through Saturday, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Mark, I, I got to ask you, um, is X Burlesque Private Edition the traditional name for it, or is this some sort of... No, Private unique- Edition is their cute take on how... 25% capacity. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. All right. That's cool. And so I don't believe this is true, but according to the Vivid Seats website, Garth Brooks was rescheduled to February 27th of this year. Oh, that's dreaming. No way. I know. No that's not going to happen. But anyway, no that's way. what the, the calendar says. Uh, next up, Rose Rabbit Lie at Cosmopolitan has gone dark until further notice. You've been doing it. Ha- it makes me sad because the, the restaurant, the food is phenomenal there. Um, but... It is a supper club that mixes in live entertainment and mm-hmm. probably with, you know, it, it's, they're also paying the performers, not just paying the staff. So I can imagine at 25% capacity, it's been challenging. And I've been there both pre-restrictions and post-restrictions and even post-restrictions, you know, whereas the performers used to wander around the crowd, they were just staying up on the stage in one spot. So they were already, you know, kind of changing things up. But I mean, I'm not surprised um, I'm just, I'm disappointed for these folks. Cause again, that's you know, having oh, it sure. completely shut down. You right. know, you've got the staff and everybody that's not working. So, yeah. 
Speaking of the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders running back Josh Jacobs was arrested for a DUI after a single vehicle crash only hours after the team played their final game of the season. So apparently he had rented out a room at Topgolf. Yeah, and, I heard about that. And that's where he was and then crashed his super fancy custom paint color car. I don't remember what it was right. into the tunnel leading to McCarran. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine there were a bunch of people weren't too happy about that, not being able to get to McCarran. And this ironically is like less than a week. I think after there was a UNLV basketball prospect who was like highly recruited, who was in a, a DUI crash and killed somebody. Oh, jeez! And so he is now in jail. Um, or I think they might have released him on bond, but he's on all kinds of restrictions. He's been booted from UNLV. I mean, yeah. So these these two crashes happened within a week of each other, huh. which is just insane. Oh. Well, and, and it's it's. But again, it's sad, right? Like it's the thing where you say to yourself, maybe the value of going back and being a five year old, knowing what you know at your age, right, will make you make different life choices. Yeah, but I mean, it's just. There probably isn't too big of an age gap. I mean, the one guy is in the NFL, and I don't know how many years, but I would guess he's still in his mid to early or mid to late 20s at most. And the other guy is probably an 18, 19 year old kid Mm -hmm. who had marijuana and alcohol in his system, I think. Marijuana and something else. Um, That he, yeah, when he was in the crash. So, yeah, it's just. It's serious shit. Like, don't don't fuck around with that. And it's just it, it particularly in 2021 where we've got Uber and Lyfts as you right. know as a, as a viable option. Right. I can't imagine, uh, particularly being these folks. Uh, Josh well, the Raiders Jacobs, running I'm back. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got enough money that he can afford an Uber. Thank you. He uh, could afford anybody. He could literally have pointed to me and been like, "You right here." I'll give you this crisp hundred dollar bill like it's Bozo's grand prize game <laughs> to drive me home. And I'd be like, do it. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but unless you were intoxicated, up. too, then you wouldn't have done that. Right. Well, that, <laughs> oh, my God, we we do a blow off to see which one of us is sober <laughs> enough to drive him home. Yeah, it's just oh, sad. Blow off. That was my never mind. Next up, Las Vegas Sands CEO. Sheldon Ellison is taking a leave of absence to resume treatments for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. This comes while Adelson is actively looking to sell the Venetian, Palazzo, and the Sands Convention Center so his company can focus on an Asian expansion. I hope the guy's okay. Listen, I, I yeah. know that he's he's very he's vocal in the political world, and I appreciate that in, again, 2021, uh, being vocal in, in any political persuasion is a bad idea. And, and I agree with it. I agree with it. Nobody, nobody wants to know what your political leanings are. Sing the fucking song, throw the fucking ball, right? <laughs> whatever, whatever. Build, you do build the goddamn casino. Just do what made you a celebrity. <laughs> right. Um, but I hope that people don't wish ill will to people of the, you know, of the opposite political persuasion. Right, so, right. Uh, you know, here's and hoping that he gets, that he gets better. But, um, that's interesting that the spin on it is that they're looking to sell their Las Vegas holdings to try to go for an Asian expansion. Well, expansion. It, it's, it's so they can focus on what they've already expanded in, in that market. Yeah. I mean the, the Las Vegas, what did it say? The Las Vegas, um, properties only make up for like 15% of the company's income. Yeah, something like that. Um, and plus his, his stance has been that, you know, until conventions are back, Vegas is not going to be back. And he, I think has said he doesn't see them coming back for like three to four years in, in his lifetime, basically. Right. <laughs> right. Isn't he like right. 89 or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, so. in battling something like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I mean, right. good on him. That he, and I, again, I don't mean this to sound dark or dirty, but good on him for, for lasting this long. I, right. I don't know how to phrase that without it sounding really harsh. Well, when, when you've got that much money, you can afford all the fancy treatments to help right. keep you healthy. I mean, so. <laughs> There's an episode of The Simpsons where uh, Mr. Burns goes in for his annual exam, mm-hmm. and they and they say, Mr. Burns, you've got every known disease in your system because of your age, and they like sh- they like zoom in on his innards. Apparently, they're all fighting to get through like the passageway to his heart to kill him. But because they're all fighting their way to try to get through the very <laughs> narrow doorway, none of them can get through. And that's the only reason why he's still alive. <laughs> they're like, You're only alive because all these diseases are fighting to be the first ones through the door. So nobody gets through. It's, right. It was when Simpsons was still funny. Nice. And finally, after investing nearly a billion dollars to expand the LVCVA Convention Center so it could accommodate CES, CES 2021 will be all digital thanks to the COVID. No word on what plans are once life returns to something similar to normal. <laughs> I was like, oh, wah, wah. Yeah. You used to go to that every year, didn't you, Mark? No, no. You're thinking of uh, G2E. G2E. Ah, G2A, you're right. You're right. CES yeah. is the monster tech. Uh, it's all things expo. technology. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. Whereas G2E is it. the gaming and gaming expo. Right. Gaming? Gambling gaming. and I, gaming. I know. I know exactly. <laughs> I've done that before. I've done a lot of that. <laughs> gambling. gambling. Uh, I've got one little bit of a, of a prop bet if I may be so bold as to drunkenly interject this. All right. Uh, Mark, thank you very much. You generously. Uh, so when I was out in Vegas over Christmas, <laughs> I told Mark I would be more than willing to go have these on some sort of wireless microphone system for uh, the videos that I make on the cocktails, because uh, part and parcel of why I'd fallen behind or, or fallen off the bandwagon of actually making these videos was because I was so disappointed. I would go back and I would listen to these videos from the Patreon site. And I thought to myself, the sound is garbage and and is is nothing better than garbage sound because it was only, you know, whatever would come through on, on the phone, on the iPhone. Right. My, right. And since, since my wife, God lover is the camera woman, the mic is at technically facing her when she's, you know, when she's holding it. So the sound was terrible. I stopped doing them. I said to Mark, would you go have these with me? I found one that I really like. It plugs right into the, into the iPhone. It's, it's dummy proof for a guy like me who has, literally zero <laughs> AV technology skills. Um, and he, he goes, how about I go holesies because you're going to use it for 360 purposes. I'll get you. Just tell me which one you want. So I made a video. I'm currently enjoying it right now. So also uh, my apologies as, as my slurring goes into the gutter with my ability to pr- enunciate words. I am currently drinking a uh, Manhattan that I highlighted uh, this particular week in general. I've got three more videos uh, in the hopper that are already ready to go out. <laughs> I, I did. Th- and the best part is, and my wife said, so it's really like when you used to do uh, vice lounge, like you just get more and more intoxicated with each video. <laughs> yes. Patreon subscribers. I'm so excited for you to get to watch video four, which will come out at the end of the month. The progression <laughs> of Tony's intoxication. Yes. Into <laughs> intoxication. 
but I just want you to know, folks, that um, thank you, Mark, for for uh, the the very generous mic that you, that you ordered up and sent to me. I'm so excited. I've already got another one. Our buddy Moose, who is from Indiana, and, and we've talked about him mm-hmm. um, ad nauseum yeah. on the podcast, so I won't uh, belabor the point. But Moose is at um, Legacy Club right now, and he has sent me a cocktail that's available at the Legacy Club. Oh. So Patreon subscribers, I've got yet another drink uh, that I can't guarantee I won't make tonight after we get done podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have right. to remember that now. Anytime I go someplace and I try a new cocktail, just, hey, can you tell me, rattle off the recipe for me real quick? I got to send this to Tony. Right. You, uh, I'll put it out there to all of the listeners. If you, uh, if you get me a cocktail that you enjoyed, if you can get me the recipe from the bartender, like literally write it down, take a picture of it, and tweet it to me, uh, I will. I, I don't. I won't guarantee that I will make it, but there is a ninety percent likelihood that I will make it and highlight it for uh, for folks to get to to review, particularly Patreon folk, <laughs> uh, because that is that is super cool. I, and and Karen, that means a lot to me. I know I've got. Again, I'm slightly tipping my hand here, but based on our Vegas Vacation 10 plans. I know that you've got something on your agenda that I respectfully asked you to, or lovingly, lovingly asked you to do for me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, gee, I'll it's fall more, It's more like a full injury. news thing for the, for the record than a prop bet. <laughs> right? It depends on how long I talk about it. Right. <laughs> 20 Tony, minutes later. That was, Tony, that was his subtle way to cut it short. <laughs> so that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. <laughs> We got some listener feedback, in particular, a, a, a direct message from Ben McGovern. Would you mind sharing uh, with us what Ben had to say? Absolutely. So Ben sent us a note and said, listen to the last podcast. Very good podcast. Thank you. One word of caution. Even if they raise W-2 levels above 1,200 and you would no longer get a W-2 if you won 4,000 Royal Flush, for example, you are still required to pay taxes on that 4,000. And not paying taxes on thousands of gambling thousands of gambling winnings is a good way to get in big trouble. Good point. That is absolutely <laughs> a good point. Ben, buddy, what are you working for the IRS or something? <laughs> Appreciate the concern, but he's more like he's Ben McGovern, my business. I know what to do. I can't, I can't. Uh, see, here's what I like about Ben. I, I know you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Listeners, you should always pay taxes on your wins, but the upside is you do get to offset your wins with your losses, and you can traditionally do that through your win-loss records that you can order right about this time, actually. The casinos should about be emailing you, letting you know that your win-loss reports are available on their respective websites. Ben, what I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I guess my, my only comment would be what I like about that is they're going to roll that $4,000 winning into my win loss, but then all of my other losses with that particular corporation, which is, I'll be very honest with you. I've said it before. I'm a Caesars fanboy. I make no bones about it. When I lose stuff from, you know, when I lose money, they will then offset that $4,000 win. Um, with my losses. So then technically if I show a win on my win loss, then in theory I would pay taxes on that win that's listed. But again, of course, folks, if you have 
you know, lost statements from other corporations when Venetian, Tropicana, what, you know, those, those corporations that own those entities, you can do it. Let me be very clear. I am not a tax attorney, a, a tax professional. If you have any questions about what you do and don't need to uh, claim, but, but Ben is absolutely right. You, you do need to always claim your wins, but let's be honest. <laughs> If they don't know about it, because that's the best part, right? Like with a W-2, absolutely. The IRS is going to get a W-2 on anything above $1,200. And I can't quasi hide behind a win loss statement. If I can keep my, my wins beneath whatever the win, the the W-2 is, at least in theory, I can offset my wins with my other losses. So, and Hey Ben, I'll, I'll make a deal, buddy. How about I hit a $4,000 royal flush and then I'll be more than happy to worry about what I got to do on my taxes because <laughs> that would be a fun problem to have. That would right? be a good one yeah. to have. And then next up, we have uh, a trip report from a fellow. I'm going to pronounce his name uh, Harrelson. It's H-A-R-A-L-S-O-N. It might be Harrelson, but I'm going to pronounce it Harrelson. Harrelson. All right, Jason, what do you got to say? Hey guys, this is Jason from Chattanooga calling with a trip report we took uh, December 27th through December 31st. So it was originally our plane tickets for this trip were the original ones for the May Vegas vacation trip, but we had to change those, moved them to December thinking, yeah, well, COVID should be over by then, and yeah, that didn't quite work out. But anyway, we stayed at Bally's, first stop stayed at Bally's, stayed at the Jubilee Premium Suite. This thing was huge. It's like 1,700 square feet. Wow. It had two rooms. It was like four times the size of a normal room. This thing was humongous and, and awesome. In fact, uh, Bally's has moved up to number two on our list of hotels to stay at. We are Caesars uh, Diamond Plus members, so Caesars is where we stay all the time. But uh, this slowly moved up. Great hotel, great bar, great staff. Uh, we we just just love that place. It is uh, if you've never stayed there, it's definitely definitely a, a place to stay. So we got a tip check when we got in there, and that was actually the only temperature check we had except for the Bob Museum, which I thought was kind of odd. Uh, the mask though, they were all over you with masks everywhere we went. It was mask up, mask up. In fact, I walked into uh, Bellagio without my mask because I was on the phone outside of drinking and. Man, Danny and Mike got on me fast when I walked in there. <laughs> told me to put my mask on two steps in. You thought I was Mary's dad or something. It was crazy. Food-wise, uh, we, we like to eat. We had actually six of us, which was a little inconvenient for this trip since y'all are doing four per table. Mm. But every restaurant we went to was very accommodating. They put us really close together, and we jumped up and down and moved to seats. So it really a little bit of an issue, but it wasn't, wasn't anything major. Uh, the good high notes, uh, Hell's Kitchen, uh, slowly becoming one of the go-tos every time we get there. It was it was awesome. We also went to Water Grill, which is in the old Spago location of the four shops. Uh, first time going there, and it was awesome. We actually, I don't know if you've been to their website, they have these huge crabs. They're like eight pounds. We got one for the for the whole two tables, and uh, it was unbelievable. It was so good. Uh, worth a worth a uh, a try for sure. Uh, with the whiskey liquor up, first time there, we wanted some bar food. It was great bar food. So those are pretty much the highs. Uh, the lows, house 
Hass House of Go-Go or whatever that people rave over. That place is horrible. <laughs> the Bloody Mary is the only good thing about it. The food wasn't good. Service was bad. Kind of dirty inside. I don't know why that place gets so much love. And then, unfortunately, Barry's at Circa. It was just okay. I mean, it's a steakhouse, but that's... Mm-hmm. There's plenty of other steakhouses that are way, way better. Uh, Great service, good cocktails, neat place, just food was just, meh. I kind of wish we'd have gone to 8 East. It looked looked, looked really good going by there. That's good food coming out there. I wish we'd have gone there instead of berries, but oh well. We went to uh, Vegas Vicky's for a drink. Uh, Vicky looked uh, looked great. <laughs> the uh, drinks were great. Uh, one of the new, uh, definitely a new bar to go to every time we're there. Re- really like that place. Uh, bartenders were again so so nice and so just look happy to be there. Are you going right into the second one? Hey, it's Jason again from Chattanooga. I wanted to give uh, my report on circus. It's well, everyone else is giving their report on circus, so I figure. I might as well. All I've heard for the last three months of every podcast I listen to is Circus Awesome, Circus This, Circus Blah Blah Blah, Yada Yada Yada. And, well, y'all are right. That place is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, pictures and talking about really don't do the size of it justice. That place is huge. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have to piggyback on Tony's. Uh, what Tony was talking about is the dealers and the bartenders and everybody is so nice and so awesome. It was uh, just a, a really good experience. Uh, I'm not a big downtown guy. In fact, I uh, don't really like downtown. I think it's still kind of uh, nine-nine cent shrimp cocktails, and uh, <laughs> you know I'll have some of the blue and don't go skipping. <laughs> that kind of gives me an excuse that. to go downtown now, though, so maybe that'll change my mind. Um, but for right now, Circa is kind of like the Hard Rock was to me when the Hard Rock first opened uh, 20-something years ago. We would always make a day to go to the Hard Rock and eat at Peak Taco and get margaritas and tacos, and it was great, but we never would stay there. So I'm not sure we'll ever stay at Circa, but we'll definitely make it a day trip every time we go. Uh, one of the things I noticed from the trip, which is, might be an unpopular opinion right now, but Cosmo needs to upgrade their restaurants. Uh, we typically eat at Cosmo once a trip, and this time we just really couldn't find anything we wanted to eat in there. Uh, we've eaten everything probably at least once, maybe twice. Not necessarily the higher end, but the, the Holsteins, the Blue Ribbon, uh, you know, even Red Plate. You know, some of those are getting a little played. They need, uh, need a little upgrade, in my opinion. But uh, that's it. Uh, thank you, guys. Love the show. And uh, look forward to hearing from you. Well, thank you, Jason. That was awesome. That, that was, was an awesome. awesome review, Jason. It was. There was a lot in there. Sounds yeah, like they had a good, a good, uh, a good trip when they were out there. Absolutely, and thanks for sharing it with us. For sure. So I've got lots of notes. Um, let's start with, and I didn't take, I didn't take super copious notes, but I've got quite a few bullet points here. So I guess unless you guys, unless I don't include something that I took a note on, um, feel free to interject. Let's start with Bally's, uh, buddy Jason. I that's listen. I don't feel as though I need to sell or convince anybody on the value of Bally's 
But I think if you, for folks that are looking for a clean, yeah. uh, well-placed yeah. casino, yeah. And, and I know I've said it before and I'm going to say it one more time. And, and my wife always appreciates when I share this because she says for, for, for the female listener crowd, she said, this means more to them than probably most things that we may ever talk about on a, on a particular safety issue. She said, let female listeners know Bally's is an amazing place to be a quote unquote single female. And she means single as in like nobody else or no, nobody else. Your with husband's off drinking else. and gambling and you're ready to go to bed. Correct. <laughs> she, you know, she said what she loves about Bally's is it's a beautiful, perfectly made rectangular uh, casino, which means that depending on where you are, if, if, if she ever feels unsafe because, because I've gone upstairs to pass out, uh, she knows exactly where the bathrooms are, the security desk is, the front desk is, total rewards desk, you know, what, fill in the blank on whatever she might need. A Kino lounge, yeah. a, a, a video poker bar. She knows exactly where to be. And she's and the best part about it being rectangular in nature is she's only approximately, I'm making this number up, seven steps away from any one of those places at any given time if she doesn't feel safe. Right. And, and that there would be somebody there that, could make her feel safe. So, so I love the fact that you love Bally's as, as much as, as my wife and I do. She loves it from a safety standpoint, but I just love the casino. It's very comfortable. It doesn't, it's not pretentious. They don't listen. I've gambled many a time upstairs in their upstairs in their high limit room. They treat you very well, but they don't treat me any nicer or any better in my, in the high limit room than they treat me out on the floor. They just, they, they legitimately appreciate guests, but a Jubilee premium suite. Nice dude. What? <laughs> I mean, the rooms there are big in to begin with, because you know, it was yeah. the old MGM. So yeah. they're huge rooms. So I can only imagine if it's like four times the size of the normal one, it's gotta be pretty, pretty gigantic. I, I hope, I wish, I hope he, I'm going to see if I can't Jason, are you on Twitter, buddy? If you are, reach out to me. I'd, I'd, I'd like to follow you on Twitter in particular. I'm hoping you may have taken some pictures of the Jubilee, uh, premium suite for, for me to get to see what it looks like. But if you're a diamond plus, you probably got that shit comp. So, uh, nice job, man. I, I'll, I'll be the first to concede. I'm no diamond plus. So good for you. Uh, hell's kitchen, Karen or Mark, have either of you been there yet? No, no not yet. I haven't either. I've heard, I've heard really good things and I've heard really like, bad things. I've yeah, heard very mixed right? reviews. There's I'm, I'm, people either seem to love it or hate it. Um, right. And I don't know. I, I'm still, he, he's it's making the rounds again right? on being mean to people. And so I'm kind of not interested in, in going there. Yeah. He was making like his entire kitchen staff cry on the show again the other day. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, come on. When that's your stick though. I mean, well, and these people know what they're in for, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel too bad for them because I know it's going to happen. But um, yes. yeah, no, we haven't been. Like I said, I've heard mixed reviews. It's, it's on a list, but I don't know how far down the list it is. I gotcha. But I'm glad he, I'm glad uh, they liked it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and it giving a positive review about it in context of other places, which we'll get to in a minute is, is helpful for me to know. Uh, Waters grill, uh, being in the replacement of Spago with eight pound crabs. You know, Jason, I once had eight pound crabs as well, but oh, it stop. took penicillin. Oh, never mind. Yeah. What, um, Why? have you guys been, there? I never made it to Spago when Spago was still around. Have you guys been to either Spago or this new place? So I went to Spago when it was in the old location. Mark and I have been to Spago and its new location at Bellagio. And, 
uh, even Mark liked it. So, I mean, it, nice. it's it's really good food. Really? Yeah. I have no recollection of this. You you and me and Alistair like. went and we got the preset dinner menu. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, he, he said he liked it at the time. You're right. Um, it's all that matters. No, and, and Water Grill, you know, Mark's not a huge seafood guy, and it's in Caesars, which is not my favorite property, so I haven't been. But yeah, no, an eight-pound crab, if you had enough people to share that with, sounds fantastic. And I may have to keep that in mind just when I'm craving crab legs if they have them. <laughs> I don't blame you. You know, my and I'm sure at a place like Water Grill, it's probably far more classy. The only reason I ever truly shy away from ordering crab or crab legs in particular is because I'm, I'm too fucking lazy. I don't want to have to work for my food. <laughs> but no, <laughs> so, not a caveman. So depending on where you get them, um, like I ordered, oh, where was it at the other day? I ordered a crab. Uh, oh, it must have been, it was at Bazaar Meat. I think I had a king crab leg add-on. And it comes out not only pre-shelled, so they, they have it in the shell for you, but then they have the leg like cut up into bite-sized pieces. So you literally just reach in and grab a piece of crab right out of the leg. It was, it's the best. So, yeah. So what you're telling me is the crab that I've been getting from Ponderosa isn't the <laughs> top sh- Got it. No, got it. No. Uh, dude, whiskey liquor up. I, I, it's only because of Mark and Karen that I can say, great pick, man. Great pick. <laughs> That's, that is... I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna make a a blanket statement. Anytime I am staying downtown Vegas, I will always put whiskey liquor up on the must do. Even if it's just long enough to sit in, uh, if I'm not with Karen, so I can play some video poker (laughs) and revolving the rotating bar. bar, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Get there if you if you've got a little bit of nosh, like you just need a little bit of something in your belly. For God's sake, you deserve it to your taste buds to order the chicken tenders. (laughs) Great. Or the what do you get, Mark? The jalapeno sliders. Yeah. 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 So they've no, they've got some really good food there. And it's a great location and, and it's fun people watching. If you can, you know, even if you're not sitting in the revolving, you can sit along the window. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I got to listen, it's it's a rarity that I will I will admit this, but oh, Mark was right. Tony was wrong. Their <laughs> peanut butter beer was was wonderful. I was <laughs> the Belgian incredibly beaver. hesitant. Yeah, I know. You were like, oh, I don't like peanut butter. It's like, Mark's like, no, you got to get it. Got to get it. He, he did not lead me astray. And then finally, uh, for for his ups, he mentioned that Vegas Vicky was was a great uh, bar to go get a drink at. I, I I have nothing to add to that. It really is. It's The drinks were great. We had a wonderful time, and he's absolutely right. The staff at, at Cirque in general, but particularly at Vegas Vicky, they just seemed to dig. Even the barbacks, like the barbacks were just in the greatest mood. They were having a good time. And we weren't there on like New Year's Eve or anything. We're just there on a regular, uh, golly, the 27th was a Saturday, I think. So it was was not a special day for them to be unnecessarily happy. They were just legitimately enjoying their job. We've seen that every time we've been down there too. They're just happy folks in general. Yeah. I look forward to letting folks who haven't had the opportunity to experience uh, Circa and in specifically Vegas Vicky to get to experience it at, at Vegas Vegas uh, Vegas Vacation 10. Uh, Jason, we do need to talk about your, your taste in food, though, uh, with your problem with Hash House of Go-Go, buddy. Oh, I have to Where agree you, with you. I, I agree with them. <laughs> do you? Do both yeah. of you agree yeah. with them? Yeah. We're, I, we're not particularly uh, fans. I mean. Wow. We've had it's, no luck. Uh, the, the, really? food, the food is okay. A, it's not, and uh, it's it's a ridiculous portion. Um, it's everything. In my opinion, it's kind of overworked. Uh, it, it's, you know, I've eaten uh, when we've stayed downtown. I've eaten at just at the bar because it, 
is a better food option than what you can get a lot of other places. But um, mm-hmm. no, for the it, it's I agree with him. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Jason and Mark and Karen are all wrong. <laughs> what I do want the next two in particular, Karen, I'm, I'm looking for your insight. But 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 Mark for sure chime in here because you've experienced both of these places. First of all, what did you think about his comment that, that Barry's was, was a fine enough steakhouse, but as he aptly points out, there may be other better uh, downtown places. I think our review said the same thing. Yeah. um, That it's, it's a nice option, but I don't even think it's the best downtown. No, Um, I would say Andiamos is probably the best downtown followed closely by Oscars. Then Oscars. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, like I said, for I don't want to rehash it, but we had mentioned that the steaks had a char on them that we didn't particularly like. I mean, everything else that we got was was tasty. It was good, mm-hmm. um, but it. I think there are better options, so I, I would agree with them. Right? On that. Yeah. I mean, that's really like you don't want to say anything disparaging about no. it, but at the same time, you're like, I. If you ask me what's the best option, I, I'm not going to say that. Right. And then his last comment was. Cosmo. He feels as though Cosmo <laughs> may needs to upgrade their restaurants. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's interesting because if he's eaten there a lot, they haven't had a ton of turnover in their their core restaurants in quite a while. Um, so, you know, if he says he feels like it's getting tired, I guess I can see that. You know, Block 16 is still relatively new and they're getting that new David Chang bang bar, I think it's called, is going in there. And um, Milos has closed and is moving over to Venetian. So there's going to be something new in that space. Um, but, but I, I imagine that'll still be high end. Yeah. Well, and that's what he said. You know, he's not even talking about the high end places. And then he mentions like blue ribbon and red plate, which are not cheap places to go eat. Right. So, um, but I mean, they're, they're all really good. I, I think part of the problem right now too, is a lot of the menus have, or restaurants have um, condensed menus, you know, operating under these, you know, capacity restrictions and that kind of stuff. So you don't quite have the variety when you go in that you used to. Um, so that could be part of it, but I don't know. There's still some of my favorite restaurants are, are still there. So, um, could I see that, you know, wanting something new? All right. I I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think they'll have some opportunity to do that. And unfortunately, um, you know, with, with Rose rabbit lies shutting down, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what this is going to look like whenever the restrictions are lifted on capacity. So there might be some changeover happening. Mark and Karen, is there a restaurant at Cosmo that if it went out of business outside of maybe egg slot, cause you guys haven't terribly loved egg slot. Is there a restaurant that if it went out of business or let me not even gone out of business, but like their contract was up and between them and Cosmo, they chose not to re up their contract. Are there any, is there any restaurant in particular you'd go? Yeah, that's okay. I, I'm good with that, with that place moving on. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I, you know, I hate to say it, but it, it's probably, um, Z- uh, is it Zuma? I think is the, the Asian Japanese restaurant that's in there. The food was delicious, but the menu's so expansive that I've only ever been in there once. But otherwise, I, I kind of like pretty much everything that's in there. I, I'd be sad to see most of them go. Mark, I'm sure, doesn't even care right now. Yeah, he's, he's Cosmo'd out at the moment. He, I respect that. Yeah. I do. I respect that. Listen, one of the things I do have to concede is, um, and, and I've been an anti-Cosmo guy for years and years and years, <laughs> but that was just because I had one particular night 
really terrible customer service between the the, the players club and then the person, the, the bartender that was working at whatever the. And it's, I don't even it's gone now, but there there had been a cocktail video poker bar where they made cocktail book and, book and stage. Yes. Book yeah. and stage, which yeah, is yeah. no longer Hopefully, there. Right. I, and I can only hope that that bartender is eating dry cat food to sustain himself these days but it was just you know i had a, had a really terrible customer service experience there and so it, it soured me for years and years and years in the times that i've been back granted the extent of my being back is usually at the chandelier bar the bartenders have always been stellar when karen you and i and my wife were there prior to bizarre meat mm-hmm. dinner yep. um you know the the, the 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 waitress was just outstanding and our drinks came in, in record time. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm slowly starting to come back around to the place. And frankly, one of the things that I've always said is they, and, and you've convinced me of this, they know how to restaurant, right? Their restaurants are um, outstanding. One of their restaurants was on our Vegas vacations in trips past. We got to sit with uh, Joey and, and Norma Gibson. Mm-hmm. Not only was the company just outstanding, if it's possible for the meal to surpass the company, this particular steakhouse that we were at was it. STK. So, yeah. Yeah. STK. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I'm coming around. I begrudgingly, I'm coming around. But <laughs> listen, I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number 352. If I'd like to thank you all for listening and downloading, we really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of today's stories, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content, and you can also get a leg up on subscribing for opportunities for 360 Vegas vacation 10. When you are a Patreon subscriber, that's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Also, you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We're doing that at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback written or audio, much like our buddy Jason did and Holy cow. What a high bar you just set Jason. (laughs) That was an unbelievably outstanding audio feedback thank you for it you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com tony where can folks find you i am at 360vegas tony karen i am at 360vegas karen he just told you where you can find me so until next time (laughs) 